0: This is Hitting the Mark, conversations with founders about the intersection of brand clarity and startup success with your host, brand strategist and author, Fabian Dierhalter.
1: Branding is trust. It's this um, both tangible and intangible element uh, that surrounds everything that we do and everything that we are that fundamentally says, you can trust this company. You can believe what they're saying, and you can um, take that leap of faith and buy their products.
0: This was Vlad Vukisevich, who led his last two brands, Mural and Rocket Hub, both brands I vividly remember, to successful acquisitions. Now, with his third startup, Better and Better, he joined 2,000-plus other toothpaste brands in the marketplace. To an outsider, it seems like an overly competitive area to jump into, and perhaps a bit random. But there is a deeply personal story behind it. It is infused, pun intended, with innovation, and he is carefully building a brand that is much bigger than toothpaste. A fascinating conversation with lots of insights from brand positioning to marketing and research. This talk has it all. One not to be missed. But before we dive in, I'm also excited to share with you that we have completely changed the ways you can help keep the show advertising free. Head over to patreon.com slash hitting the mark to become a sustaining member for $5 a month and join a private Facebook group where we discuss brand strategy, creative business and entrepreneurship. Or you can join the hitting the mark circle which is my tight-knit mentorship group limited to 20 creatives and founders where we hop on monthly calls and create a support system that is all about brand strategy and positioning. Support the show, and I hope to see you there. And now, without further ado, over to my inspiring conversation with Vlad. Welcome to the show, Vlad. Thank you for having me. It's, it's great to be on. Oh, it's, it's such a pleasure to have you. You are... A serial entrepreneur. Um, you previously yeah. founded Mural and Rocket Hub. Uh, those are both uh, projects and brands that I remember vividly. Um, both have been successfully acquired. Uh, Mural yes. by, by Netgear, I believe. Yes. Um, but now with your third startup, you joined, I guess, thousands of other toothpaste brands in the marketplace (laughs) (laughs) to to an outsider, it seems like uh, obviously an overly competitive area to jump into and perhaps a, a bit random after your software and hardware game. But there is actually a deeply personal story behind it. And to you, all of that previous work led up to this brand. Tell us a bit about how you got here, and what makes Better and Better so much better?
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, so that's right. I, I Better and Better is my my third startup. Um, the first company was a company called Rocket Hub. It was one of the first crowdfunding platforms in the world. So we were giving financial access and reach to entrepreneurs and scientists uh, for their projects. Um, so that was an incredible journey and a journey where I got to see a lot of other entrepreneurs and, and creators um, uh, create ideas and, and bring their ideas to the world. So being a marketplace and a platform was very very informative and useful. And then my second company, um, a company called Mural, like you said, was um, a, uh, a hardware and a software company. So that was my first foray into actual physical products. We built a big, beautiful digital art frame that uh, would bring the world of art and photography into people's homes, so that they could access museums and galleries from anywhere around the world directly displayed on this beautiful piece of hardware that looked and felt like a painting and not like a TV or another monitor. So it was a it was an entire ecosystem that we were developing. And then once that was acquired by Netgear, I felt I felt pretty confident. I, I felt that I had two successful startups under my belt and. I could really focus on something that was very personal to me and very near and dear to my, to my heart. So Better and Better, I would say, is probably the most personal company, personal brand that I've ever built. Um, uh, I, I So I have a long and, and challenging medical history. Um, I, um, I first came to the United States uh, because I was treated for cancer as a child. Um, and successfully, and, and, and thankfully, everything was uh, ended in, in, in the right way. Uh, but as you can imagine, being treated for cancer as a child leaves a lot of long-term repercussions and, and side effects, etc. And, and, and one of those is vitamin and, and, and mineral deficiency. So I, I've been taking a fistful of pills um, for most of my life. And I I hate it. (laughs) I hate it as from a practical perspective. So just remembering to take it, paying for everything, making sure that it's, you know, dosed properly. And then I, 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 there's also physical issues and challenges with it. You know, uh, oftentimes it it makes me feel a little off or it gives me a stomach ache or just um, a a big dose of vitamins in your stomach, in your gut is um, a big challenge to your system. And so... This idea of creating uh, a more kind of natural, passive, uh, day-to-day ability to absorb and and receive micronutrients, such as vitamins and and, and minerals, has always been in the back of my mind. And I started even tinkering with it while I was at Mural. I I was playing around with different formulations and and realized that the mouth, um, uh, before you swallow something, actually begins to absorb a lot of what you put in it. And it's called sublingual absorption, so below the tongue, and transbucal absorption, so through the cheeks and through the gums. And so this idea was always in the back of my mind, like, what does this mean? What could we do with this? And so when Mural was acquired, I started diving a lot kind of deep in, deeper into this concept and deeper than this topic and realized that toothpaste, as, as, you know, as, as it's been around for a long time, um, is, is a universal habit. And it's also the perfect delivery mechanism for these supplemental benefits. So not only does it give you uh, clean teeth and a fresh breath, but you can also start to deliver meaningful doses of vitamins and minerals to people directly through toothpaste just by brushing. So just by being in your mouth for two minutes, you will absorb some of the vitamins and minerals and you will start, yeah, it will start getting into your bloodstream. So that's the concept for Better and Better
0: that is that is unbelievably cool <laughs> yeah I, yeah I really like and well and and let's let's talk about brand positioning um because I heard in an interview that you when when you went through you know w- when you were raising funds which I'm sure never ends but but when you were raising <laughs> the last funds um, that's right uh, you you played with several you know uh, top level pitch lines and and in the end the positioning of it, and I'm gonna paraphrase you here. Please correct me. Um, of it all being about you know maximizing and reinventing habits turned out to be to be a really good positioning and a great story that people could yeah. relate and suddenly see. Wait a minute, this is not a toothpaste brand. Like this can be this can be big, right? And I think like when investors see, wait a minute, I can not only relate but this can be a big this can be a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it changes anything. I find this story, the one surrounding the infused toothpaste idea, right? Where you mix these two and where you where you just maximize these habits. I find it incredibly exciting um since since it is functional, it's new. but, and and this this is this is where I think it gets interesting, and this is a dilemma that everyone runs into. And and I would love to pick your brain on that. On your website uh, today, um, as as you're expanding into a lot yeah. of more products, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm greeted by something that is a little bit more, how shall I say, to be expected CPG buzzwords, uh-huh. right? Like uh-huh. premium, natural, vegan, eco friendly, oral care, and after your intro everyone is most probably like you know at the edge of their seats they're like that is so innovative and cool and then when you go to the website it's a little bit like oh well that's a cpg product sure is sure is sure. that is that because you are you are currently in this phase where you're broadening your product assortment and you're trying to kind of like navigate navigate? How, how how do you do that? Um, as far as like the brand positioning goes? Or what, what is it the heart today that combines all all of these new products? And how do you make sure that as you expand, you're not losing that special sauce that that at least wasn't yeah. the heart, right? It might change, of course, everything changes.
1: Yeah, that's a really, really good question. Thank you. Um, so uh, I think a lot of it has to do with attention spans. So as a direct to consumer digital brand we're dealing with very limited attention spans of our of the customer base and so um we have to fall within certain categories or certain buckets first and foremost um to be considered for by the customer Mm -hmm. and then once the customer um is acquainted with the brand in terms of what, what, just what category this concept falls within, yeah. um, then the points of differentiation really start to matter. And so that means that we, f- we first and foremost fall within natural kind of uh, emerging segment of oral care that is a lot more concerned about ingredients, the materials that are used to package those ingredients and then the delivery mechanisms for that. So that means our toothpaste, first and foremost, is natural and clean. Um, We use organic and natural ingredients. And we've stripped out a lot of uh, what is in traditional toothpaste uh, so that at its core, it's just a really, really good uh, product that is um, going to clean your teeth without doing any harm.
0: So so you check the boxes first basically exactly. right of what is to, exactly. what is to be expected of a disruptive company today to says, look we're in the better for you category in a way like let's really show that it's not just our name there's more to it and then That's you right. slowly trickle down to like hey are you ready because here's the big you know like big. here, here yes. are the, here's the big thing and it's really those p- the product
1: pages and the the second level down, which begins the talk about the vitamin and supplement story in a way that is a lot more direct than um, we do on, on on you know when you land on the homepage. And of course, we have landing pages and we have, we're testing and AB, sure. AB testing all the time and all that. But what we found works the best for us like right now in terms of performance is let's we have to check certain boxes mm-hmm. and remove objections. Before we get the customer, you know, over the over the edge in terms of the purchase and in terms of, of the commitment uh, to the brand by actually putting their money in their credit card, uh, beyond it, uh, behind it, yeah.
0: You know, and 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 we talked a little bit offline where I where I called uh, entrepreneurship uh, a little bit of a game and, and maybe yeah. branding also a game, and then we we talked about well, it's a very strategic game, it's a very calculated. Absolutely. game. Right? But but what you just said to me. That that was that was extremely interesting, right? And and you know, I talk mm-hmm. I talk to founders of brands you know all the time and I do this for a living. But that idea that, hey, we're so innovative and we really have a complete competitive advantage, and then going the other way, well, let's kind of like get them in the way that they want to be, like yeah. slowly right, and, and not hang that at the front of your door, which I'm sure you did in the beginning, but after all the all the testing, that's where yes. you arrived. Super interesting.
1: Yeah, and it's funny, like when we so our ads online, so beyond our website, are a lot more vitamin and nutrient focused. Um, th- those are the things that drive the most success in terms of actual, you know, interest on social media and wherever we place our ads. Mm-hmm. But then when they come to the website, it's a little bit more broader in general at first, just in order to kind of ease peace the customer yep. exactly, give them peace of mind, and then they can dive deeper. Into each individual product and the particular benefits of each individual product.
0: Fascinating, and it must be fascinating for you coming from hardware and software and suddenly being in that CPG game. <laughs> I mean, it's,
1: it, yeah, it's, absolutely.
0: <laughs> how did you how did you decide on the name better and better? Because I mean, better better for you, obviously, is a category. You're obviously striving to do something that is better and better, right? And there's the, the double pun, right? It's not only better toothpaste, but there's also something better in it. I hope I'm not telling the whole story, but which is great if I (laughs) would, because, you know, that's how it should be in a way. You got it, it, yeah. oh, Oh, good. But it's also... It's it's also a, a more complicated name. Let's put it that way, right? Because it's two words. There's an ampersand in between. You know, when, yep. when you say, "Hey, can you can you pick me up?" Uh, you know, like like a, a Toms or a Crest or and better and better. Um, but it rolls pretty nicely. How did that naming process go? Did you did you hire an agency? Did you come up with it? You know, in the middle of the night and send yourself yeah. a text message. <laughs> what like, how
1: did it work? No, it, it, it's interesting. We had a different name early on, and uh, I won't I won't get into what that name was but uh, we had a di- we had a different name <laughs> early on that that was um, that ended up being used by a different oral care brand and they, they weren't using they wasn't they were they were using it more as a tagline than as a uh, as an actual brand or product name but it was a little too close for comfort yeah um, so early on in the process we kind of had to scramble and figure out a new name and and so we went through the whole mainly internally not not with an agency so internally we we went through kind of a an exercise of like okay what do we stand for what are we doing what is the what is the core nugget of of, of what, who we are and and what our products will be and you know better and better ended up being it kept it kept being in you know the third choice but then it's like, oh, well, this is really good. And then it kept being, this is really good. And so after, after you know, a few weeks and e- even months, it ended up really sticking as the, like, this is really what we're doing. We're creating a whole concept that uh, improves upon something that's existed for a very long time. And it does it in a, in a progressive, gradual hmm. way. And I think Better and Better really speaks to that kind of idealistic progress that you can achieve through small daily consistent habits and i think that's that's really where 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 we want to push the brand is like it's that progress that you can make on a daily basis without being overwhelmed and i think that's that's really the core nugget of 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 the of the vitamin toothpaste is that you can get a, a, a small but meaningful dose of vitamins every single day without having to think about it. And so that's that's where we want to take the brand further in terms of other products, other concepts and, and beyond.
0: It's so cool. Um, you know, when when you first when you first it's very much the way that you positioned yourself now So first you see better and better and it's so on the nose, right? And yes. then and and then there's this layer of complexity behind it And even in the name where it so well describes your current product but it doesn't put you into uh you know into a corner to to expand into whatever the brand yes. can be in the yeah. future uh, so super super smart and and you said that um again I, I read that somewhere in another interview um correct me if i'm wrong but you said that your brand um could be as, as big as like a, a Procter and Gamble, or like it, it could become really something something really big. And that to you, the idea of brand um, is is key to better and better's growth. What are those key strategies that 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 will get you there? Like, how do you think about <laughs> brand in 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 that sense? And I know you're not going to give away competitive, <laughs> you know, like advantages, yeah. but yeah. but just overarchingly, more from more from um, a concept of brand and you coming in as the underdog with an innovation, which of course we all know will be if it's successful applied by the big guys, and then you know, like there 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 are a lot of layers to your brand. But how do how do you go about? You know about about expanding and making it into this kind of like household name. What are some of your some of your key initiatives or strategies where you say, look, this is where we need to really double down?
1: Yeah. So I think that you know first and foremost it needed to be approachable and accessible, and I think uh, we we've succeeded with that. So it 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 yeah. it checks the you know I like this. It feels good. And there's a sense of a uh, uh, positivity around it. So once once you have that in place, I think then the you know you have the chess pieces set on the board, and you could start playing playing the game, <laughs> if you will. Yep. And so the, the first move um, for us is oral care. That's the um, the key kind of uh, nugget in terms of daily habit that we're making better from 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 the core product, which is a toothpaste itself, but also the peripheral products, the, the toothbrushes, the floss, we, we have a full oral care package at this point that is, you know, comparable to any other um, um, traditional oral care company. And so um, I think really, um, it will have to be a multi-product product kind of multi, kind of almost like a like a regimen uh, uh, of, of different products that one can pick and choose from so that they can um, get what they want on a daily basis, but also create kind of a holistic uh, supplement package from existing daily habits. So, hmm. so what does that mean? We're starting with toothpaste, that's the first product. Uh, our next product that we'll launch early next year is an oral spray. So something that it's basically taking the oral care Uh, uh, regimen on the go. So when you can't brush your teeth, but you want to freshen your breath, you want a clean mouth, we have a vitamin-infused oral spray that we'll be launching early next year. And that is kind of our first foray into both outside of the home, Mm -hmm. but also outside of the direct traditional oral care market that is a lot more focused purely on hygiene as opposed to something more supplement-oriented. And then I see ourselves really working outside, you know, going beyond and outside of the mouth, right? So as, you know, as we start going outside the mouth, you know, there's uh, other products that you could put on your lips, on your face, on your hair, uh, things that come into contact with your skin and your body uh, on a regular basis uh, can be used as a delivery mechanism for what we're doing and what we're building. And so if we can build out a whole portfolio of um these products that are daily they're habitual but have a twist to them and have this uh supplemental benefit to them then i think we stay ahead of the competition and we build a brand that is a lot more known for you know the, the the progress and 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 uh, improvement as opposed to one particular product or another particular product but uh, yeah. it'll be a long time before we can get that it, it, it takes well, some course. time to build yeah. That. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes of course um so this is going to be omnichannel are you, are you going to go retail as well
1: we have to yes at some point you know we 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 have to go retail because that's still where people pick up personal care and supplement products and so um, we're, we're starting to go into kind of, we're testing some retail right now. Um, but I think that by the end of next year, we'll have, you know, a meaningful position with a few thousand doors, uh, here in the United States.
0: And that's obviously not your pop-up stores, but that's, that's a no. third party fitting in because you only have a couple of, a uh, couple of products. Okay. Very, 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 right. very interesting. That's right. I love when D2C brands eventually go retail. <laughs> it's like, well, it's, it just makes sense. I think it. I think
1: it's necessary. I mean, we we do a really good uh, business online and, and, and direct um, both through our website and through through Amazon. Uh, but I think that idea of grab and go, particularly for personal care, is just it's going to be around for you know for the foreseeable future. And so to reach the scale that we want to reach, um, we will need to be in retail, uh, in mass retail eventually as well, not just premium high end retail
0: when 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 you built this uh, this product and this brand um obviously you come the background that that you come from and and the two companies that you scaled all the way to exit um when when you work even even on a uh, on a brand that is you know something as as rudimentary as toothpaste as it sounds mm-hmm. like from the outside looking in right um you must be extremely data driven <laughs> i mean as yeah yeah I mean, uh, did you did you ever go against some of your early customer data and and you went totally against it? Uh, basically, you you, you saw yeah. what the data showed and you said, you know what? That's great. Thank you for this. But I want to go exactly the opposite way, just solely based on your instinct.
1: I think pre-launch, we did a lot of um, um, inter- customer potential customer interviews. We even did a couple of focus groups. And um the idea of vitamins in toothpaste uh, is very foreign, even, mm-hmm. even now after we launched. And so it, it, it's a concept that for, will take years for us to actually have mainstream mass market understanding that your mouth, our mouth, <laughs> everyone's mouth, absorbs micronutrients and that really digestion begins in the mouth even before we swallow anything and so just the the complexity of the concept i think um makes it really hard early on to get the message across Mm -hmm. and so when we were doing focus groups and, and 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 interviews Customer it took a, like customers just wouldn't like they wouldn't understand. They're like, do I have to swallow the toothpaste? Do I have to um you know uh, uh ingest it in some other sure. way? And like,
0: yeah, and I mean toothpaste and, and it tastes a certain way, right? We're all used right. that that's it, right. the toothpaste is yucky and it's minty and that's how it is, right? And it's that's white right. and that's right, period. Right? Usually,
1: yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I think, you know, if we had just taken that feedback. I don't know, if, like, we would have ever actually launched, you know, a product. <laughs> yeah. right? I think just because, and, and I think a lot of this almost kind of, you know, boils down to like the old Steve Jobs perspective is like, in the end, if something is so new, um, conceptually, customers really don't necessarily know that they want it or that they need it, mm-hmm. and you you kind of have to go through this like uh, hell <laughs> uh, to 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 prove that it this is a viable product and that it is a necessary product and that eventually it will reach mass market ac- acceptance and appeal
0: well it's funny because you're talking about habits and here you are changing yeah. habits <laughs> you That's you right. fit into habits with your product which makes it so genius but yet you have to actually break old habits in order for people to understand that that can work
1: and you and you i think you're changing uh, like conceptual habits like the 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 the, the mind is a very um habit driven uh, 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 component of our of our being, and so I think toothpaste has always fallen into one, you know, it's this thing, it cleans my mouth and that's it, it cleans my teeth, that's it. Um, uh, and it prevents cavities potentially, depending on the toothpaste. And so the idea that oh, I can actually get something that isn't just for my mouth, but it's for my whole body from toothpaste, I think is this like conceptual jump that will take a lot of drum beating from our side to, 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 to reach mass market acceptance and, and understanding.
0: Yeah, that's the pain of an innovator. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, you're you you're doing well. The brand is doing well. Um, uh, looking back, with going through these hurdles, right? Of like, here's something that people don't understand, but the but the ones that do, they find it absolutely amazing, and they keep coming back. Uh, you, I think you have a subscription uh, service as well, right?
1: We do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, so, so looking back. Past all of these, uh, you know, obvious early early stage struggles. When was a moment where you felt like, you know, what? I, I actually think people now get it, and and people now like mm-hmm. it, and and this this could turn into a big brand.
1: Yeah, when we launched, um, when we launched, we were testing a lot of different messages in terms of advertising and and drawing customers to the um, to the website and to our products. And we were looking at the eco story. We were we were testing the kind of uh, clean uh, uh, ingredients story, and then of course we were testing the vitamins and the the kind of biohacking supplement um, story as well. And the, the the data was really clear. Once we launched and we had an actual real product in in, in market, the the overwhelming success came from the story of not only do you get a clean, you know, clean mouth, clean teeth, but you also get this boost, uh, whatever that boost is, whether it's vitamin D or, you know, the vitamin B12, those were the early vitamins. And then now we have vitamin C and zinc and, uh, vitamin E as well. So that the data, when the actual, you know, the, the, the ads were released was, was very clear. And I mm-hmm. think at that moment, we were like, okay, we have something here. This is converting a lot better than our other uh, messaging. There is some nugget of value here that we believe that the market will uh, really uh, kind of adapt and, and, and push forward.
0: What with with, with you having having branded Three very different companies, and and by mm-hmm. branding, you know, I don't mean the logo, but but actually creating that all yeah, around yeah. it, and of course that's visual, that's verbal, that is the logo, but it's also everything around it. Um, what what does branding mean to you? It's such a mis misunder. Uh, it's it, it's it's a very misunderstood word. <laughs> what yes. what what does it mean to you? Um, you know, after having gone through that, and 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 how do you how do you put it into action on a daily?
1: I think yeah, to me. Branding is trust. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's it's this <laughs> um, both tangible and intangible element uh, that surrounds everything that we do and everything that we are that fundamentally says you can trust this company. Mm-hmm. You can b- believe what they're saying and you can um, take that leap of faith and buy their products. And so I think that starts with obviously the the logo and the fonts and the colors and all of that. But then over time morphs and evolves into this almost like, it's almost like air. (laughs) It it, it just, it's (laughs) there and it, it facilitates the being of existence that um, eventually is taken for granted, but is the thing that uh, um, kind of uh, facilitates um, all future products and all future decisions and all future growth of the company itself. So it's it's really this layer of trust um, that eventually, um, you know, you forget about, but in the beginning needs to have some element of uh, uniqueness so that it breaks through the noise and it breaks through the, you know, like you said, thousands of different brands that are out there.
0: So very well said. Um, <laughs> I really yeah. like that. I, uh, I, I've i been struggling with, um, you know, obviously, I have to explain what branding means on a daily. Um, but I, I coined the term brand atmosphere. And I, I it's yeah. basically what you just described, right? The idea that in the middle, there's your product or service. And, right. and people have to get to it. And they have to poke through this atmosphere that you and your customers and, and everyone creates around it. And like you said, that must be attractive. That must be trustworthy. That must be all of these things. Things, but that atmosphere is everything. That's, an, that's, an, that's a billboard. That's an email. That, that's word of mouth. That's and, yes. and building that atmosphere. And you called it air, which is literally yes. the same thing, right? Like Absolutely. That, that air that you that 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 you feel and that you breathe and that you taste. Um, well, I guess taste after you know uh, the, after the, you uh, brush your teeth, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> which you know, I keep thinking about wine tasting with that, right? Like how you how at yeah. the actual professional wine tasting events, you actually just spit out the wine. You that's know, right. right. You don't you, swallow. You, you don't that's swallow right. it. And I mean it's about taste and it's not so much about absorption, but yet I'm mm-hmm. sure everyone's drunk afterwards. So I guess it absorbs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um what is you know, talking about talking about branding and that being misunderstood and, and and talking about how early on most most startups kind of like they they're like that's just a nice to have, but we don't have the money, so we're not even gonna think about branding until we yeah. until we go product market fit and go deeper. What is your advice um, for, for founders uh, when it comes to branding? When, when, should they, when should they think about it? How should they think about it? Any, any thoughts from your end um, are appreciated on that theme.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think um, fundamentally, the initial brand is about removing objections. And it, it's, it's, it's about just getting people to feel at ease with whatever your product or service is. So I think that doesn't need to be, or it doesn't need to cost thousands of dollars, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. I think it just needs to have this fundamental kind of DNA um, that is um, um, acceptable, that is pleasant, and that it allows for evolution over time. And I think that's, that's the second point is like, once you get that first good enough, brand MVP, then the idea that it will change and evolve is inevitable. Like I I meet a lot of founders who think that they need to nail the brand at first because it'll never change. It'll never evolve. It will never grow. And that is completely, absolutely like from my experience (laughs) incorrect, like your brand early on will not be what your brand is one year in. Five years in ten years in and and beyond, and you see I mean you see that uh, for even the biggest brands in the world, the apples of the world the 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 Nikes of the world uh, have evolved so dramatically from who they were and what they were early on to what they are now that you know you some of them are even unrecognizable um, and so I think that accepting that and being able to move quickly and and listen and adapt, I think will 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 be key. So a brand in some ways is almost like the product itself in that it, it, it there's an MVP to it and then there's a, a, a very rapid and quick evolution to it as well.
0: And and I like, and, and it's always such a fine line between branding and marketing, right? Because-, because Absolutely. The, and that's yeah. why brand message is kind of exactly where it gets confusing because now we're talking marketing and branding. But that yeah. listen and adapt- that is that is so important, and 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 like my listeners know, and 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 we chatted a little bit about it before. I've got this little startup thing going on right now too. Yes, and it's I mean the the amount of time that I have changed our headline on the on the landing yeah. page or the website based on oh wow now there are actually three people you know potential audience members potential customers who told me that maybe I need to go a little bit more deeper here a little further here it's It's really amazing how often that happens as a startup
1: absolutely absolutely and and um there shouldn't be like shame or or judgment or fear associated with that. I think it's all natural it's the natural evolution of us <laughs> as people yeah. as yeah. as brands as products and and all of the above so I think um a lot of people feel kind of bad about it in a way, but I think that's you know after three startups now i've I've learned that you know just move you know and listen listen and move uh, it's better better than anything else
0: and I totally agree and I mean here here I am setting up. Um, you know, these, these one or two words that my clients live by for like half a year or a year. And 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 it is important to have that thread, right? That that Absolutely. like, you know, that yep. that whatever North Star brand DNA, you need a stake, whatever you, you
1: want to You need a stake in the ground somewhere. Right. But then how uh, you I,
0: move around it, that that adapting yes. to the environment and that can be landing pages, that can be like, you know, audience segmentation. Um super, super important. Um let us let's, let's talk a little bit about that brand DNA because you and I have been dancing around that. Um <laughs> because Because there, there there was this this DNA of 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 habit, and I wonder for you, you know, one or two words that kind of like would describe that DNA of your brand. Is it is it daily habits, or is it is it bigger, is it something else, is it less?
1: Yeah, I I think it's it's about it's about progress, Um, and I think it's that progress that comes from small daily steps, small daily habits. So it's it's almost it's almost like um like an embedded improvement um within mm-hmm. within within what we're trying to do and so I think habits is definitely a word that comes for to us a lot i think progress and improvement um is 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 uh definitely there as well and um uh, persistence as well persistence in the sense that you know people are persistent and they're 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 resilient and but also persistent in that it it's in the product no matter what so you don't have to think about it you don't have to uh, be conscious of anything like when you take a pill or when you, you have an injection or something like that you can just brush your teeth and you have this peace of mind that you will persistently be able to get um a, you know a, a dose of, of vitamins and, and and minerals in a way that um is almost like um it's it's like a it's like a warm blanket it will always be there it will yeah. be persistent it will be Helping you on on on, on, a, on a consistent basis.
0: It's like you x two everything, right? Like it's like you maximize yes. everything you do, and that's and that's the one thing that we all don't have enough of, which is time, right? And we all that's want right. to. That's right. I mean, they're bad habits and they're good habits. Uh, obviously, <laughs> we're talking about the good habits, and when you maximize that, um, it just it's just such a logical evolution. And I I I, I absolutely love what you're doing. I can't wait to. Shall I say it? Taste your toothpaste. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, looking forward to that. Um, what are you uh, personally, professionally um, excited about in the next uh, six months? This is this is like we're 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 entering December when this is going to air. It's going to be December. People think about the new year. What's sure. like? What's like the first the first Q one or Q two? What are you really excited about?
1: Well, I, I mentioned we'll be launching additional products that are a little bit outside. Of traditional oral care, like like uh, oral spray and, and a few other products later later next year. Um, from so so that's really exciting in that you know better and better starts to be more of a holistic, um, bigger brand than just toothpaste or toothbrushes or floss or or anything that, that we do now. So I, I feel really excited about that, and and then I feel that um, I think the you know people coming out of COVID world um are are much more cognizant of what goes into their body and how they um optimize and and prepare for whatever the next you know challenge may be whether it's you know another um pandemic or whether it's something else uh, environmental or beyond so i think that we are really really aligned well with where the world is and where the world is going particularly around personal You know, personal well-being, personal care, personal health, and so I think that you know our timing is just so good that um, we can continue to ride this wave and really listen to our customers about what comes next in terms of products because we have a lot of crazy ideas uh, for for what we can do, and I think that some of those crazy ideas will not work and some of them will work. But if we can continue to listen to our customers and ride this wave of consciousness. Uh, that has emerged over the last two or three years I think that that could put us in a really really good position
0: how very exciting um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to following following the better and better journey um, how can how can people um, follow you personally or, or where where can they get to know better and better
1: yeah just um, our, our website is a great start uh, it's betterandbetter.com. Uh, we have a really complex nice complimentary uh, blog there as well, where we publish some of the new research that's coming out. We also publish um, kind of the new product learnings that were that we're gaining. So and of course, obviously, you can <laughs> buy our products there as well. And so from there, I think that's a great starting point, just better
0: Fantastic. Well, Vlad, thank you so much for taking the time um, today. Uh, This was super insightful. Greatly enjoyed the conversation. um, And and, and best of luck with the brand.
1: Thank you very much. I hope to be back within, you know, next year. Maybe we can
0: talk again about what's next. Then you're going to be one of the big five. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. I hope so. Okay. (laughs) Vlad Vukasevich and a brand not only to try out, but to watch. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I have the conversation. And if so, please subscribe, rate and share the show. And do support us over at patreon.com slash hitting the mark. Hitting the Mark is produced by my consultancy Finian, where we create clarity for brand transformations. This episode was edited as usual by Everett Barton. And the Hitting the Mark theme music was written and produced by Happiness One. I will see you next time, when we once again will be hitting the mark.